Welcome back to Racing with Jesse Rosinski. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, didn't find it to be the most, you know, exciting, intriguing weekend of racing. Uh, granted, again, there's only, like, there's very little on the track. You know, no truck racing, no F1, no IndyCar, no motor, you know, no AMA Supercross. Like, there was a lot less to watch. But even with that, you know, you'd hope the races would be more exciting. than. And again, there was still good racing you know, around the track during the weekend. So don't get me wrong. I'm sitting there talking trash. Like there was some good racing, but, you know, on a positive note, at least the races shot by really fast. I mean, that's my big takeaway from it. At least it went by fast. But I thought it could have been, I was hoping for so much more really is, you know, what it comes down to. I'm going to say it now and I'll, Say it later too. I've never been a fan of Richmond during the day. I just you know don't like the races as much. I think yeah, you know, it's one's less racy. I don't know what it is, or maybe it's just because I grew up watching them all under the lights. That could have been it. Could have been. You know, very good chance that that's why. But you know, it's just so boring um, across the board. Again, I'm not saying there wasn't any good racing because there was. Yeah, there was some good racing on the track. It just you know wasn't the most exciting thing to watch. Get into you know the Toyota Care 250 for the Xfinity series. Uh, Noah Gregson is always you know I'd say highly aggressive and does all kind yeah moves that you know are highly questionable at times, but he does them and yeah they work out really really you know good. But he had brake problems seemingly. It really did seem like all day long. Uh, which is a shame because, you know, he's normally right up there and he was doing, you know, really good for the season. But, you know, this thing's, they, you know, it happens to everybody. You know, even Jade, you know, even junior motorsport guys have problems. You know, Joe Gibbs, like everyone at Hendrick, we see people have problems all the time, regardless of what series it's in. So, you know, it does happen. It doesn't make it suck any less for them, but they'll be able to bounce back. I think uh, John Hunter Nemechek won stage one in the 18. Good to see him there. Trevor Bain did some races. John Hunter, Hunter does some, you know, that, you know, what's the word? An ever evolving group of people, you know, are going to be filling in that car. And I really think John Hunter, like, is super talented. I just thought he got moved up to the Cup Series way too early into equipment that he couldn't be competitive in. And that's, you know, how he ended up back in the trucks, even though I think that was the best move for him to go back down there and do what he was doing. So I'm not complaining about that at all. Excuse me, because I thought that was the best move for him. But he won stage one. Ty Gibbs in the 54 wins stage two. No one should be surprised. I mean, pretty sure I said watch out for the Gibbs guys. I might not have. I might have missed them, but they're always in the hunt. And, you know, I said the best racing that I saw was those last couple laps between the Gibbs teammates of John Harnemachek and Ty Gibbs. Yeah, last couple until that last turn. Uh, Ty definitely, he's going to have one coming because he just drove in there. You know, no attempt to do anything. And, you know, that that's how he got by him. Yeah, I get, you know, bumping people out of the way, but, you know, using the side of the car as a brake. You know, I just, you know, I didn't like that move. Granted, he's racing for the championships of those points. You know, all those points do mean, you know, something, but, you know, just slamming someone really. I mean, and again, he finished second. So, you know, John Hunter did. So it wasn't as bad as, you know, the cup race, which again, AJ, you know, said, see you later. Uh, Kind of had the same thing with Chastain. He said he owes him one. So, I mean, they all they all know they do. It was another one of 
those, which again, if AJ didn't finish 33rd, I think that would have been you know, a different feeling. But man, John Hunter, like that's what I took away from the whole race. John Hunter has every right in the world to be pissed. And he should be pissed. He's, you know, rightfully allowed to be pissed after that. And he shoved him, you know, a long way down the straightaway after the race was over, as we all saw. And again, you know, Ty says John Hunter owes him one. John Hunter says that the drivers, you know, remember the drivers don't forget during his interview. And the worst thing is with all of that for me is the position it puts John Hunter in because look who his boss is. Yeah, you can always remember, but especially when you're not running for the championship, when your boss is Ty's grandfather, kind of makes it more interesting for you to be able to do anything back or even say anything because of who Ty is, regardless of the move. I'm sure they're going to have some kind of, yeah, I'm sure today was really fun in the shop. You know, they had to have a meeting after all of it. But I, I really don't like the position that it puts John Hunter in because, again, it's the boss's grandson. So, He's running for a championship. It's not like you can go and you do the same thing to him and take him out because that just doesn't help anybody and it'll get him in trouble. And again, I just thought it was a dumb move. Didn't need to happen, but you know, it's over now. I just want to see what they're going to come from because again, if it's like regular people like AJ, you know, at at Coda with Ross Chastain saying, but I own one. You know, that's one thing. You know, when they're on different teams, again, one's running for a championship, one isn't. But they do run, you know, we see them in other series together and stuff. But, you know, it's the grandson is the boss. Yeah, it's the boss's grandson. You know, that makes it really, really. And he's running for a championship here or not. That just makes so much stupid. And it was unnecessary. But, you know, these are the things that happen in these things in short track racing. Did I like it? I mean, not really. Do I know people that would do it that we like? Yes. And I'd probably be a little less you know, pissy about it then, but just the way he did it, I didn't like. A lot of people didn't seem to like it, but good news. 18-year-old Sam Mayer wins 100K, you know, dash for cash bonus, and is qualified for next week's now. Good on him. Top 10, got you know, Ty Gibbs, John Harnemichek, Sam Mayer, A.J. Allmendinger. Riley Herbst getting fifth, so good for him because those guys need it. Uh, Daniel Hemrick, Josh Berry, Brandon Brown up there in eighth, so good on him. Ryan Sieg in ninth, and then Parker Retzloff. In there again, in the top round, not the top 10. The kid seems to be really talented. So see what he you know, keeps doing with the opportunities that he gets, but he's run good. You know, both times I've seen him, as I remember seeing him, I'm sure he did more, but in you know, different types of tracks. So good on him. I'm really intrigued, you know, to see what he's going to do. Uh, you can see how young he is during his interviews. It's kind of funny, but, you know, see what he does. See, you know, I mean, if it's just a thing, but he has to have talent to be doing what he's doing. And then notable finishers, you know, Landon Castle got a 15th. Which again, not the greatest, but yeah, it's in his first year with good equipment. Yeah, it'll come around. Ryan Priest got 16th, good on him, and Noah Grax, and yeah, still pulled off a 21st, even with his break issue. So that's good. Um, I'm okay with that. But it was really just, you know, a boring race, and that was just, you know, a dumb move. Like it, that was just, it was unnecessary. When I go in there again to his bumper, don't just go and use the side of his car to slow you down, like, because that's going to get people pissed. And it really puts, you know, Joe Gibbs and John Hunter in just an awkward situation with all of it because of that move, which, you know, it's just dumb and why do it? But yeah, boring stuff really to me. Moves us on to the Toyota owners 400 for the Cup Series. Uh, and again, never a fan of Richmond during the day. Though I was a fan of the night races, even when Rusty was getting bumped out of the way by Gordon and all those times, you, yeah, never a fan of it during the yeah, day. Sorry. 
at least I got it out of the way right at the beginning of the race again. But it sucks to see Kurt Busch have issues early and on like lap 10 when he came to a stop because he had no fuel pressure. Uh, you know, it was a shame to see that happen because I think he could, you know, he was always found a way by the end of the race to be running good. But he's run good in so many, you know, he can have one of these. And again, look, they get J, you know, JGR equipment. As I said, any team has problems. They get their stuff from Gibbs. So, you know, big teams having, you know, things happen. It happens all the time. It's just, you know, bad luck for him. Um, and it wasn't as boring as the Xfinity race, I mean, because there was good racing. We saw people, you know, racing, you know, two lanes around the race and, you know, being racy with each other, which, you know, is good. It's a good change of pace, but, you know, lots of boring, but I was happy to see, you know, strategy have to play a role in it because of, you know, few cautions and all that. Uh, Blaney, you know, Ryan Blaney got stage one. Good for him for the playoffs. Truex gets stage two. Yeah, good job on Ty Dillon getting into Cole Custer, which caused him to get into Cindric, put him around and turn, you know, in the two. That was awesome. Good job, Ty. Uh, and again, different strategies because of everything. You know, had people out there on older tires, newer tires, and that's what cost, you know, Byron and Truex the one-two finish and why Hamlin and Harvick got, you know, first and second in there just because of strategies, and they drove right by them. And Harvick would have gave him the bumper if he could have got to him, but he couldn't, and Hamlin finally, yeah. Got a win after a really, really terrible, abysmal start to his season. So, I mean, you know, good on him. Harvick finally looked good. Good on him. You know, he needed it, but Hamlin got first, Harvick second, Byron and Truex third and fourth. Kyle Larson got a fifth, Chris Rebell another good run sixth, Ryan Blaney seventh, Bowman and eighth, Kyle Bush ninth, and then Austin Dillon round out the top 10. A bigger deal. Whereas Brad got a 13th finally and everything, all the penalties and the bad runs he's had, he needed a 13th. Like he really, really, really needed a 13th. So good on him. Suarez was 16th. Harrison Burton got an 18th, which is something, I guess. Eric Jones and his garbage teammate, Ty Dillon, got 23rd and 24th. Bubba got a 26th. And the only reason he beat Kurt was because Kurt had those issues. And, you know, it wasn't really all that exciting again of a race. And I mean, really it came down to Gibbs, Penske and Hendrick led every single lap. And if you look at the top 10, I mean, we had three Gibbs, three guys out of Hendrick, Harvick, thankfully, you know, Stuart Haas, you know, there wasn't as many, you know, teams up there, which is kind of depressing. I'm sorry, all four Gibbs in the top 10. It wasn't as competitive as the rest of them. Again, I just think that's because the track sucks during the day, in my opinion. The racing, you know, never really is that exciting during the day, which gets us into the conundrum we were in. But yeah, really boring weekend. Hopefully this weekend at Martinsville is better, even though it's under the lights, which just throws me off so much. But, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing we could do about it. Like we could suddenly, you know, and they took 100 miles away from one of the best races of the year, which is just dumb, but. Let's not even get into that, especially when they do it on a Saturday night, which means you can have the extra 100 miles. Like, no one's going to complain. It's already under the lights. And I'll get into that. I guess Thursday is the first race. It's Thursday night. So, that, thanks for watching. Thanks for following along. Follow along on all the platforms. Don't forget to share it out. Audio and video. Go to the Facebook page. Follow along. Share all that. But literally, just share all the episodes and video, like everything, out to your socials to get more eyes and ears on it because it's the best kind of advertising. And I'll be back on Thursday. Whether or not Walter's with me beats me, but I'll be back then. So enjoy the rest of your week and I'll see you on Thursday. So until then, peace.
Welcome back to Racing with Jesse Rosinski. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, didn't find it to be the most, you know, exciting, intriguing weekend of racing. Uh, granted, again, there's only, like, there's very little on the track. You know, no truck racing, no F1, no IndyCar, no motor, you know, no AMA Supercross. Like, there was a lot less to watch. But even with that, you know, you'd hope the races would be more exciting. than. And again, there was still good racing, you know, around the track during the weekend. So don't get me wrong. But I'm sitting there talking trash. Like, there was some good racing, but, you know, on a positive note, at least the races shot by really fast. I mean, that's my big takeaway from it. At least it went by fast. But I thought it could have been. I was hoping for so much more, really, is, you know, what it comes down to. I'm going to say it now, and I'll say it later, too. I've never been a fan of Richmond during the day. I just, you know, don't like the races as much. I think, you know, it's one's less racy. I don't know what it is, or maybe it's just because I grew up watching them all under the lights. And it could have been it. It could have been. You know, very good chance that that's why. But, you know, it's just so boring. Um, across the board, again, I'm not saying there wasn't any good racing because there was. Yeah, there was some good racing on the track. It just, you know, wasn't the most exciting thing to watch. Get into, you know, the Toyota Care 250 for the Xfinity Series. Uh, Noah Gregson is always, you know, I'd say highly aggressive and does all kind of, you know, moves that, you know, are highly questionable at times, but he does them. And, you know, they work out really, really, you know, good, but he had brake problems seemingly. It really did seem like all day long, uh, which is a shame because, you know, he's normally right up there and he was doing, you know, really good for the season. But, you know, this thing's, they, you know, it happens to everybody. You know, even Jay, you know, even junior motorsport guys have problems. You know, Joe Gibbs, like everyone at Hendrick, we see people have problems all the time, regardless of what series it's in. So, you know, it does happen. It doesn't make it suck any less for them, but. He'll be able to bounce back, I think. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek won stage one in the 18. Good to see him there. Trevor Bain did some races. John Hunter, Hunter does some. You know, the, you know, what's the word? An ever-evolving group of people, you know, are going to be filling in that car. And I really think John Hunter, like, is super talented. I just thought he got moved up to the Cup Series way too early into equipment that he couldn't be competitive in. And that's, you know, how he ended up back in the trucks, even though I think that was the best move for him go back down there and do what he was doing. So I'm not complaining about that at all. <coughs> Excuse me. Cause I thought that was the best move for him, but he won stage one, Ty Gibbs in the 54 wins stage two. No one should be surprised. I mean, pretty sure I said, watch out for the Gibbs guys. I might not have, I might've missed them, but they're always in the hunt. And, you know, I said the best racing that I saw was those last couple laps between the Gibbs teammates of John Harnemachek and Ty Gibbs. Yeah. You know, last couple until that last turn, uh, Ty definitely, He's going to have one coming because he just drove in there. You know, no attempt to do anything. And, you know, that that's how he got by him. Yeah, I get, you know, bumping people out of the way, but, you know, using the side of the car as a brake. You know, I just, you know, I didn't like that move. Granted, he's racing for the championships of those points. You know, all those points do mean, you know, something. But, you know, just slamming someone really, I mean. And, again, he finished second. So, you know, John Hunter did. So, it wasn't as bad as you know, the cup race, which again, AJ, you know, said, see you later. Uh, kind of had the same thing with Chastain. He said he owes him one. So, I mean, they all, they all know they do. It was another one of 
those, which again, if AJ didn't finish 33rd, I think that would have been the you know, different feeling, but man, John Hunter, like that's what I took away from the whole race. John Hunter has every right in the world to be pissed and he should be pissed. He's, you know, rightfully allowed to be pissed after that. And he shoved him, you know, a long way down the straightaway after the race was over, as we all saw. And again, you know, Ty says John Hunter owes him one. John Hunter says that the drivers, you know, remember the drivers don't forget during his interview. And the worst thing is with all of that for me is the position it puts John Hunter in because look who his boss is. You know, you can always remember, but especially when you're not running for the championship, when your boss is Ty's grandfather, kind of makes it more interesting for you to be able to do anything back or even say anything because of who Ty is, regardless of the move. I'm sure they're going to have some kind of, you know, sure today was really fun in the shop you know they had to have a meeting after all of it but i I really don't like the position that it puts john hunter in because again it's the boss's grandson so he's running for a championship it's not like you can go and you do the same thing to him and take him out because that just doesn't help anybody and i'll get him in trouble and again i just thought it was a dumb move didn't need to happen but you know it's over now i just want to see what they're going to come from because again if it's like regular people like aj yeah, at at Coda with Ross Chastain saying that I own one. You know, that's one thing. You know, when they're on different teams, again, one's running for a championship, one isn't. But they do run, you know, we see them in other series together and stuff. But, you know, it's the grandson is the boss. Yeah, it's the boss's grandson. You know, that makes it really, really. And he's running for a championship here or not. That just makes so much stupid. And it was unnecessary, but, you know, these are the things that happen in these things and short track racing. Did I like it? I mean, not really. Do I know people that would do it that we like? Yes. And I'd probably be a little less, you know, pissy about it then, but just the way he did it, I didn't like a lot of people didn't seem to like it, but good news. 18 year old Sam Mayer wins hundred K, you know, dash for cash bonus and is qualified for next week's now good on him. Top 10 got, you know, Ty Gibbs, John Harnemacek, Sam Mayer, AJ Allmendinger. Riley Herbst getting fifth, so good for him because those guys need it. Uh, Daniel Hemrick, Josh Berry, Brandon Brown up there in eighth, so good on him. Ryan Sieg in ninth, and then Parker Retzloff in there again. In the top round, not the top ten. The kid seems to be really talented, so see what he you know, keeps doing with the opportunities that he gets, but he's run good. You know, both times I've seen him, as I remember seeing him, I'm sure he did more but in you know, different types of tracks, so good on him. I'm really intrigued you know, to see what he's going to do. Uh, you can see how young he is during his interviews. It's kind of funny, but, you know, see what he does. See, you know, I mean, if it's just a thing, but he has to have talent to be doing what he's doing. And then notable finishers, you know, Landon Castle got a 15th, which, again, not the greatest, but, you know, it's in his first year with good equipment, you know, it'll come around. Ryan Priest got 16th, good on him, and Noah Grax, and you know, still pulled off a 21st, even with his break issue, so that's good. Um, I'm okay with that. But it was really just, you know, a boring race, and I was just, you know, a dumb move. Like that was just, it was unnecessary. I go in there again to his bumper. Don't just go and use the side of his car to slow you down. Like, cause that's going to get people pissed. And it really puts, you know, Joe Gibbs and John Hunter in just an awkward situation with all that because of that move, which, you know, it's just dumb. Why do it? But yeah, boring stuff really to me moves us on to the Toyota owners 400 for the cup series. Uh, and again, never a fan of Richmond during the day. But I was a fan of the night races. Even when Rusty was getting bumped out of the way by Gordon and all those times, you, yeah, never a fan of it during the yeah, day. Sorry. 
at least I got it out of the way right at the beginning of the race again. But it sucks to see Kurt Busch have issues early and you know, on like lap 10 when he came to a stop because he had no fuel pressure. Uh, you know, it was a shame to see that happen because I think he could have, you know, he was always found a way by the end of the race to be running good. But he's run good in so many, you know, he can have one of these. And again, look, they get J, you know, JGR equipment. As I said, any team has problems. They get their stuff from Gibbs. So, you know, big teams haven't, you know, things happen. It happens all the time. It's just, you know, bad luck for him. Um, and it wasn't as boring as the Xfinity race, I mean, because there was good racing. We saw people, you know, racing, you know, two lanes around the race and, you know, being racy with each other, which, you know, is good. It's a good change of pace, but, you know, lots of boring, but I was happy to see, you know, strategy have to play a role in it because of, you know, few cautions and all that. Uh, Blaney, you know, Ryan Blaney got stage one. Good for him for the playoffs. Truex gets stage two. Yeah, good job on Ty Dillon getting into Cole Custer, which caused him to get into Cindric. Put him around and turn, you know, in the two. That was awesome. Good job, Ty. Uh, and again, different strategies because of everything. You know, had people out there on older tires, newer tires, and that's what cost, you know, Byron and Truex the one-two finish and why Hamlin and Harvick got, you know, first and second in there just because of strategies, and they drove right by them. And Harvick would have gave him the bumper if he could have got to him, but he couldn't. And Hamlin finally, yeah, got a win after a really, really terrible, abysmal start to his season. So, I mean, you know, good on him. Harvick finally looked good. Good on him. You know. He needed it, but Hamlin got first, Harvick second, Byron and Truex third and fourth. Kyle Larson got a fifth, Christopher Bell another good run sixth, Ryan Blaney seventh, Bowman in eighth, Kyle Busch ninth, and then Austin Dillon round out the top ten. A bigger deal was Brad got a 13th finally, and everything, all the penalties and the bad runs he's had, he needed a 13th. Like, he really, really, really needed a 13th. So good on him. Suarez was 16th. Harrison Burton got an 18th, which is something, I guess. Eric Jones and his garbage teammate Ty Dillon got 23rd and 24th. Bubba got a 26th. And the only reason he beat Kurt was because Kurt had those issues. And, you know, it wasn't really all that exciting again of a race. And, I mean, really it came down to Gibbs, Penske, and Hendrick led every single lap. And if you look at the top 10, I mean, we had three Gibbs, three guys out of Hendrick, Harvick, thankfully, you know. Stuart Haas, you know, there wasn't as many, you know, teams up there, which is kind of depressing. And sorry, all four Gibbs in the top 10. It wasn't as competitive as the rest of them. Again, I just think that's because the track sucks during the day, in my opinion. The racing, you know, never really is that exciting during the day, which gets us into the conundrum we were in. But yeah, really boring weekend. Hopefully this weekend at Martinsville is better, even though it's under the lights, which just throws me off so much. But, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing we could do about it. Like we could suddenly, you know, and they took a hundred miles away from one of the best races of the year, which is just dumb, but let's not even get into that, especially when they do it on a Saturday night, which means you can have the extra hundred miles. Like no one's going to complain. It's already under the lights. And I'll get into that. I guess Thursday is the first race is Thursday night. So that thanks for watching. Thanks for following along, follow along on all the platforms. Don't forget to share it out, audio and video, go to the Facebook page, follow along, share all that. But literally just share all the episodes and video like everything out to your socials to get more eyes and ears on it because it's the best kind of advertising and i'll be back on thursday whether or not walter's with me beats me but i'll be back then so enjoy the rest of your week and i'll see you on thursday so until then peace